0: THE EARTH DESTRUCTION Directive. 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 DIRECTIVE Hello everyone, and welcome to a very special Guiden episode of Earth Destruction Directive. As always, I am your host, Mr. Luke Giaconetti want to thank everyone for downloading and listening to the show today. As I said, this is a guiding episode. Uh, I know it's been a little while since we had an episode out. had some technical problems that have uh, now been taken care of. A real big shout-out to my very good friend, the hair metal hero, Chris Tyler, who helped me get my mic issues resolved. And uh, again, big thanks to him. Without him, we wouldn't be having this recording right now. Uh, but today, I also need to send thanks out to uh, Mr. Andrew Leyland. and a recent episode of his show, The Palace of Glittering Delights, Andy had said that he would totally listen to an episode similar to one of his tv theme episodes if I did one for Japanese tokusatsu shows. So, never one to let somebody else's good idea go to waste. That's what we are doing here, and that's what we have in store for you today. So, we're going to be taking a look at some of my personal favorite tokusatsu TV show opening themes. Now uh, these are presented in chronological order in the interest of fairness and these are not necessarily the best. These are just some of the first ones that popped into my mind when I started thinking about the topic and so these are some of my favorites so let's get right into it. The first Japanese tokusatsu show Ultra Q debuted in 1966. The show, an early version of a supernatural investigative show, All of the X-Files, was popular but needed something more to put it over the top. Eiji Tsuburaya would give the series that something in the form of the follow-up, Ultraman. A towering silver and red giant from the stars, Ultraman defended the Earth from monsters and aliens for 41 episodes, paving the way for the Ultra series and starting a new breed of kyodai, or giant heroes. The theme song is rooted strongly in the Showa period of Japan, but is still rousing and memorable for fans. As an aside, that little weird tag at the front of the theme was part of the Ultra Q theme, and used to show that the two shows were part of the same series. Here's the theme, now. Ultra 7 followed Ultraman in 1967, building upon the popularity of the earlier show. The new hero and his human alter ego, Dan Moriboshi would go on to become one of the most popular and enduring of the entire series, popping up in nearly every Showa Ultra series which followed, and having his son, Ultraman Zero, be a star in the modern Ultra movies. The song is similar to its predecessor, but unique and beloved in its own right. Featuring a popular chant of the hero's moniker of SEVEN that fans love. Let's hear it. I got Fukasatsu shows evolved in the 1970s, as pop culture did all over the world. Gone was the militaristic optimism of the 60s, replaced with a more youth-oriented push, borderlining on cynicism. Ultraman Leo tells the story of Gen Otori, an alien living as a human on Earth, and his never-ending battle to defend his adopted planet and spare it the cataclysmic fate which befell his planet of birth. Aided by Dan Moriboshi, unable to transform into Ultra 7, Leo must learn to use his powers justly and effectively if Earth is to survive. A dark and divisive show, Leo was much more violent than other shows in the series, and is something of a controversial show among fans even today. The opening theme is able to deftly balance menace, adventure, and science fiction elements, getting us pumped to watch Leo chop and kick his way to victory. Let's listen. The 70s also brought about other tokusatsu shows, which continue to this day, namely Kamen Rider and the Super Sentai. Coming from rival studio Tawai, the two series quickly established their brand identities, and soon had rabid followings in their own right. The 1986 Super Sentai offering, Chosinzei Flashman, roughly translated as Supernova Flashman, was as action-rich as any Super Sentai, with our heroes being a group of young adults who have been brought to alien planets as children and thus had abilities far beyond those of mere mortals. They battled the reconstructive experiment empire mess, and their leader, Emperor Lar Deus, who sought to genetically modify himself into a perfect organism. The theme song perfectly captures the mid-80s power pop vibe, in addition to featuring some pseudo-marsh-like drumming and a great guttural chant. Here's the theme now.
1: そして20年後
0: By the 1980s, both Kamen Rider and the Super Sentai were doing well, but Ultraman had faded. The final Kamen Rider show of the Showa era was 1988's Kamen Rider Black Rx. A direct sequel to the previous show, Kamen Rider Black, Black Rx dropped the dark and brooding tone of black and instead adopted a more colorful nature. The theme is one of the best of the Showa Riders. Driving, pulsing, and hammering, it is a perfect accompaniment for a hero who rides a motorcycle. And the repeated English phrase of wake up the hero has always stuck with me. So without further hype, here's the song.
1: それたら地球は悪の手に沈む
0: By 1996, Tsuburaya was ready to try their hand at Tokusatsu Television again, and thus was born Ultraman Tiga. A ground-zero reboot of the Ultra series, Tiga was an epic adventure spanning millennium and the entire cosmos in its scope. Besides giving us Tiga, the first Ultra Hero who could change to multiple forms depending on the battle at hand, it also gave us one of the most soaring and fantastic themes for a superhero show produced on any continent. Take Me Higher by V6 is simply an infectious tune, which builds into a true classic. I'm going to play the whole song here, not just the opening credits version, to really give you a taste of the song. So, take it away. 1998's Seiju Sentai Gingaman, which translates as Star Beast Task Force Gingaman, Ginga being the Japanese word for galaxy, featured our heroes in motifs of animals, but also in those of legendary swordsmen like the samurai of the Japanese feudal era. Our sword wielding Gingaman needed a theme which could combine the spirits of nature with those of the samurai, and this theme delivers. Featuring a simple melody, And wonderful female backing vocals, it suggests both nature and grandeur in its straightforward composition. It's also easy to visualize our heroes dashing through the forest with their swords as they chase down an enemy, the fires of youth burning within them. Let's give it a listen.
1: Run, Hai știu, dar eu rimontaga
0: Following year, Toei gave us Q.Q Sentai GoGo Five, roughly translating as Rescue Task Force GoGo Five, a team of heroes who respond to emergencies, natural and otherwise. Similar in the style to famed Jerry Anderson show Thunderbirds, the GoGo Five are four brothers and one sister who operate giant machines in their missions to save victims of disasters, as well as fighting off demons who want to reclaim the Earth as their own. The theme song perfectly captures the daring nature of the show as well as the criticality of their split-second rescue operations. The English phrase, rescue soldiers, from the song has also come into common usage when trying to explain how the Go-Go Five are unique in that the show's focus on helping civilians is indeed maintained for almost the entire run. Here's the theme now. By the 2000s, Kamen Rider and Super Sentai were still the top of the tokusatsu TV heap, making up a programming block called Super Hero Time. 2004 saw the release of Kamen Rider Blade, a rider who, unsurprisingly, carried a sword. Our hero in the series had a strong playing card motif, using the suits and ranks for the organization of the monsters, as well as the face cards for the basis of our hero's powered forms. The theme song is typical of 2000s J-pop themes but with great use of female vocals and a drum machine to push up the beat and get the audience ready for action. I especially like the use of the simple English phrase, Blade Brave, which is actually very difficult for a Japanese speaker to pronounce, and she does a great job with it. Let's hear it. This 2006's Super Sentai entry was Gogo Sentai Bokenja, which defies translation. Boken, however, is the Japanese word for adventure, and the Bokenja are a team of adventurers who search for powerful artifacts called precious, which, in the wrong hands, could of course be dangerous weapons. Like Gogo 5, the theme of adventuring and treasure hunting is strong throughout the series. Even as the threats get larger and more dangerous, the message of the show is that adventure is out there if you are willing to take that chance it's high energy without being bouncy a real quote manly theme if such a thing is possible in super sentai english phrases such as shift up and ready go are a nice touch too let's
1: listen Chaguar,
0: 2012 saw the debut of *Common Rider Wizard. Our hero this time out is a ring-bearing wizard who defends humanity against the phantoms, monsters which force their victims to give in to their worst despair and give up all hope. The series is somewhat heavy in theme, as Wizard is the last hope, and the phantoms routinely crush the cherished memories and dreams of their victims. That having been said, the theme song is all pop and fun, with the vocals telling us to get ready because it's show time! This was a theme I fell in love with literally the first time I heard it in the first episode of Wizard, and remains one of my favorite themes of all time. It's got energy to spare, gets you excited for the coming episode, and reminds you that life is showtime. Are you ready for some real magic?
1: 気のシャオ撃
0: And there we have a Nice little collection of tokusatsu theme songs for uh, your listening pleasure. Again, want to send a big thanks out to Andy Leyland, and uh, he's done, I think, two episodes now on uh, uh, television theme songs and music over on the Palace of Glittering Delights. Also want to give a shout-out to Tom Paneris, who did a uh, TV theme song episode over on Pop Culture Affidavit, you can find both of those shows elsewhere on the Two True Freaks Network. So please go check those guys out. Andy and Tom are two uh, two great podcasters, two really good guys, and definitely the inspiration. inspiration for me doing this show. Um, We have more Gaiden episodes coming down the pike. Uh, Nothing uh, set in stone as far as date yet, but there will be more this year, including one I will tease. Let's just say it's the third part uh, following after The Last Dinosaur and The Green Slime, and I think if you listen to those episodes, you will know what movie we're talking about, and who might be on the show to talk about them with me. Uh, the next regular episode, I'm going to get, uh, I'm getting together uh, with another guest. I'm going to leave that a surprise until the episode comes up, but we're going to be talking about the um, Harvey slash Nemesis Comics Ultraman miniseries from the uh, early 90s. Uh, this is one that I, I got the first uh, issue when I was in the 90s, and then spent the rest, uh, you know, the, the interceding years between then and now hunting down for it, so it should be interesting to talk about that, and again, i got a guest I think everyone will appreciate. And um, that's about all I have for this guide, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I do have one little treat for you, though, uh, because we're talking about tokusatsu theme songs, and I only did opening themes this time out, but as everyone knows in Kamen Rider and the Super Sentai, a lot of times characters and machines will have their own theme song. So as a special treat, I've got a special outro for you today uh, where I'm going to be playing you the theme song to one of my favorite mecha, which is Grand Liner, which is the giant train mecha from GoGo5, and uh, one of my favorite uh, mecha-specific theme songs. So I hope you enjoy that, and until next time, keep them stomping. This has been earth destruction directive a daikaiju podcast produced and created by me luke jackanetti as part of the two true freaks internet radio network available at two this is a fan work celebrating the history and culture of japanese giant monsters all movies, TV shows, comic books, characters, and other intellectual property is copyright their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended or implied. If you'd like to send an email to the show, you can email me at earthdestructiondirective at yahoo.com. I respond to all emails, and if you send in some comments, I'll read them on the show. All episodes of Earth Destruction Directive can be found at twotruefreaks.com.